First of all, I want to start with saying um, happy Labor Day to uh, all workers and those that contribute to the economy and um, all of that. And, you know, I I have a question for you. Uh, Do you actually know what Labor Day is? Do you? I, I, that that's that's my question. That's that is the question of the day. Actually, this is probably question one of the day. Um, and I just I kind of want you to think about it, um, because I'm I'm gonna be honest. I um I was thinking yesterday. Okay, you know Labor Day's tomorrow. What is Labor Day? I knew it had something to do with work, and I knew the I knew very little history concerning Labor Day. Um. I know it, I know it happened under, uh, President Grover Cleveland, um, in 1894, I want to say. Um, and that's kind of where it began. Um, it, uh, was kind of sparked by the, the labor movement, and that's kind of all I knew. Um, but I had, I just had to be honest with myself. I pretty much, I pretty much knew nothing about Labor Day at all. And so I'm going to give you the history of Labor Day and I'm not going to, I'm not going to give too much commentary because in all reality, I don't know much about it myself. So I'm teaching myself as you guys are listening. Okay. So this is from history.com and here we go. Labor Day 2019 is on Monday, September 2nd. Labor Day pays tribute to the contributions and achievements of American workers and is traditionally observed in the first Monday of September. It was created by the labor movement in the late 19th century and became a federal holiday in 1894. Labor Day weekend also symbolizes the end of summer for many Americans and is celebrated with parties, street parades, and athletic events. Um, you know, I never really realized that, but it, it does mark the end of summer because pretty much once you hit Labor Day, um... You know, you're pretty much back into the swing of things. All kids are back in school, um, college, you know, you know, pretty much, pretty much you're getting back into the swing of things. And, um, yeah, so I, I just kind of realized that myself. Okay. So why do we celebrate Labor Day? Labor Day, an annual celebration of workers and their achievements originated during one of American labor history's most dismal chapters. In the late 1800s, at the height of the Industrial Revolution in the United States, the average American worked 12-hour days and 7-day weeks in order to to eke out a basic living. Which, I, I, I can't even wrap my mind around that. I mean, think about that. 12-hour days. I mean, we work 8-hour days and, you know, we're exhausted. Think about that. 12-hour days and, you know, most jobs weren't, you know desk jobs so you weren't just sitting there you know you were you were laboring because there's because see in my mind there's a difference between work and labor because work could be okay you know i'm at a computer all day and you know i say my thing is i'm uh say i'm a journalist and i gotta i gotta type and write and you know research stuff but you know now we now we can do that at our computers um but think about that you know late and i think labor i think that's physical stuff i think okay you got to move some stuff, you know, warehouses. You got to pick up stuff that's, you know, 50 pounds. Uh, you have to move, you have to move objects. 
um, you you have you have to, you're you're involving sweating and not sweating from pressure, but sweating due to physical exertion. So that's what I so that when I think of labor, that's kind of what I think of. But I just I can't even wrap my mind around that twelve hour days. And I, as you guys know, I'm a history buff, and so I kind of understand this time period. And it's just really crazy to think about just how far we've come and, you know, how easy we actually have it. So, you know, when you're complaining about how tired you are, just, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you're not tired, but just, you know, be be aware and understand and appreciate the time period that you live in. Despite restrictions in some states, children as young as five or six toiled in mills, factories and mines across the country, earning a fraction of their adult counterparts wages. That's another thing to be grateful for. You don't, you, your kids aren't possibly losing their fingers and hands and limbs and stuff because they have to work in a mill or a factory or a mine. Think about that. A mine. And what they're saying here is true. There were, you know, kids had some dang, people had dangerous jobs. And, you know, these dangerous do- jobs still exist, but they're, they're much safer today than they were back then. I mean, just, just think about that. You, you are five or six and you are in a mine, a mine shaft. You couldn't pay me to go into a mine. There, I, I, I can't even imagine that. Um, people of all ages, particularly the very poor and recent immigrants, often faced extremely unsafe working conditions with insufficient access to fresh air, sanitary facilities, and breaks. Uh, as manufacturing increasingly supplanted agricultures, agriculture as the wellspring of American employment, Labor unions, which had first appeared in the late 18th century, which in case you don't know, that's, um, that's the 1900s. Um, actually, no, wait. 20th century, excuse me, it's the uh, 1700s, my bad, 1700s. Yeah, that's, that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, but the 18th century is the 1700s. Yeah, so just keep that in mind grew more prominent and vocal. Wow, that was just really embarrassing. They began organizing strikes and rallies to protest poor conditions and compel employers to renegotiate hours and pay. Many of these events turned violent during this period, including the infamous Haymarket Riot of 1886, in which several Chicago policemen and workers were killed. Um, Others gave rise to long-standing traditions. On September 5th, 1882, 10,000 workers took unpaid time off uh, from City Hall to Union Square in New York City, holding the first Labor Day parade in U.S. history. Okay, so you know that's kind of some of the basic history. Who created Labor Day? Uh, in the wake of this massive unrest, in an attempt to repair ties with American workers, Congress paid passed an act marking Labor Day a legal holiday in the District of Columbia and the territories. Um, June 28th, 1894, President Grover Cleveland signed it into law. More than a century later, the true founder of Labor Day has yet to be identified. Many credit Peter J. McGuire, co-founder of the American Federation of Labor, while others have suggested that Matthew McGuire, a secretary of the Central Labor Union, first proposed the holiday. Um, so it's, you know, it's pretty interesting just to think about that. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm not really going to talk too much about Labor Day, but I just, I gotta be honest, I didn't really know that much about Labor Day. I knew, I knew just the basic history, and I don't know, I think it's important when a holiday comes up, don't just, 
don't just take the holiday and just, you know, be like, oh, okay, we got a holiday coming up. You know, you know, educate yourself and understand why there is a holiday. Understand why you have the day off. Understand what it is that you are doing um, and why you are actually, you know, why you actually have time to yourself and, you know, things are kind of off. So don't just, don't just see it as like, oh, yes, you know, a day to do my own thing. No, you know, educate yourself and, uh, you know, be appreciative and, you know, congratulate those that it, that the holiday, uh, applies to. Okay. So, uh, my next topic is kind of, this makes me so angry. This makes me so, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't even, I don't even, any story involving young children, it, especially, especially kids who can't, especially young kids who can't do anything for themselves. So like, you know, like infants and toddlers, things like that. It, it makes me, it, it make it makes me so angry. I, I just, I almost become enraged. Um. This is from Fox News. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get through this. You know, I'm not gonna cuss. You guys know I don't cuss. You know, you guys know I don't do any of that. Um, but this just, this just makes me angry. This, okay, here it is. Georgia man dies in jail while, while awaiting trial for death of baby found in freezer. Yes, you heard that correctly. There was a, a baby found in a freezer. A man from Georgia has died in an Alabama jail while awaiting trial for the death of his six-month-old son found in a hotel room freezer last summer. Carlton James Mathis, a 30-year-old from Gainesville, Georgia, died at the Houston County Jail in Dauphin, Alabama on Friday after a jailer found him unresponsive just before 10 p.m. Emergency crews performed CPR and used a defibrillator, defibrillator on Mathis but was unsuccessful after reviving him. Um, Mathis was originally charged with murder and was awaiting trial this year for the death of his son, Curtis James Oaks, who was killed after ingesting methamphetamine. Um, as you guys know, I have, I have horrendous, horrendous baby fever and like, I, I gotta be honest, I think about having kids so often, like, I just, I think it's just such an amazing thing. When I, like, when I see a family, when I see a family together and, you know, having fun and, you know, enjoying themselves, laughing together and sharing memories, positive memories, it, it makes, gosh, it just, I don't even, I don't even have the words to express, but it just, it fills me with such joy. It just fills me with such joy. Children are a gift from God. And when, when you, it is, it is the job of the parent. It's the job of the parent to take care of, of their, of their babies. Six months. What can, what can he do at, what can he do at six months? Seriously, what, what can the baby do for himself at six months? He can't. Let's, let's, let's just think about this. Okay. Okay. Let's just go, let's go with the basics. Okay. So what do you need to, what do you need to live? Um, food, water, shelter, fire. Okay. 
Um, let's see, food. Okay, at six months, unless he's Samson from the Bible, he's not about to open up the Gerber, the the thing of Gerber. Okay, he's not about to feed himself. Okay, so he needs he needs mommy, mommy and dad, preferably both mommy and daddy, or at the very least, mommy or daddy. Okay, that's that's what he would need. Okay, um, water. He needs water. He needs, um, he needs to be hydrated. Um, he, you know, also, if, you know, if he, if he was breastfed, breastfed, it just, you know, it, it would help that he, you know, that is, you know, only the mom can do that. And so he would at least need his mom to do that. Or, you know, if there's formula, um, you know, he would have, uh, that there for himself but you know my point is he can't do that for himself he can't he can't get that stuff for himself he needs he needs his parents okay um he can't give himself shelter okay that's the job of mommy and daddy yet again um fire or you know heat um he needs clothes he needs a place that where he's not shivering and you know shaking because it's so cold he needs warmth he needs comfort he needs shelter he needs a place where he can grow and he can be he can grow up healthy and strong that's just at the basic level okay love and stuff like that that's that is down the line but the basic necessities he can't do anything for himself children are just they're such they're a gift from god and when 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 you when you have a child you are you it is your job to take care of them to the best of your ability it is your job to do everything you can to make sure that they have that they that their needs are met that their needs are met i'm 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 getting frustrated that's why my that's why my words are um, kind of stumbling here it but it's it's just absolutely ridiculous that you have that I encourage you guys to look up to look up this man's um, name, uh, Carlton James Mathis. Just look look him up. This guy looks pretty crazy, and when I mean when I mean crazy, you 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 know what I mean. He's if you if you just look at this shot, you know he's got cuts all over his face. Um, it appears he has a tattoo on the right side of his neck. If you're looking at him, it's the left, but on the right side. It says Tiffany. That's just that's just that's just what it looks like. But you know, I I really don't know. But I'm I'm gonna try to get I'm gonna try to keep going through this article. Um before, you know, I uh I, I, I just don't know what I'm gonna do. Okay. Um so the child was killed after ingesting meth. You know, I just I, I I, I can't go on. I can't go on just yet. I recently just did a story about a five-year-old who, who, um, um, you know, he went to school with crack. Okay. So he was five. So when you're five, you know, right and wrong. You, you know, you understand six months. What is a six month year old doing in a place where there's meth? No, no one. No, no one that is six months old should be around meth. This isn't cigarettes. This isn't, think about this. This isn't, this isn't cigarettes. This isn't weed. This isn't, 
you know, this, this isn't, this isn't, these aren't, you know, these aren't hard drugs. This, this baby, this, this boy, Curtis James Oaks was, he ingested meth. He ingest, he ingested meth. And that to me, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what to do. I, you are a sick person. You're a sick person. If, if your, if your child is around meth, you're, you're an absolute, you're an absolutely sick person. And I, 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 I have nothing to say to you. I, and I have, I have, I have less than no respect for you. Meth. What, what is, what is a six month year old doing around meth? That's just inexcusable and it's unacceptable. Because I look at this and it's like, why do you have, why are you in a, why are you in a place? I'm, I'm gonna keep going. I'm, I'm gonna come back to this. I, 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 I'm, I gotta, I, I'm gonna come back to this. After his child died, Mathis allegedly wrapped the boy's body in a towel, placed it in a garbage bag, and stuffed him in a Dothan hotel room freezer, where he was found about five or six days later, according to Dothan police. Okay, Amanda Gale Oaks, 36, pleaded guilty to manslaughter and corpse abuse earlier this week and was sentenced to 99 years in prison. Thank God. That's what I'm talking about. She agreed to testify against Mathis at his trial in November. The baby's mother, Amanda Gale Oaks, 36, pleaded guilty to manslaughter and corpse abuse earlier this week. Okay. Um, Oaks told police they put the child in the freezer when the smell became unbearable. God, I just... I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to cry here. Um, this, 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 this baby should still be here. This baby should still be here. This is, Curtis James Oaks should still be here. And he's not here because, because you have two Crackhead, two individuals who didn't take responsibility for themselves. They didn't take responsibility for their child. They, they, the, these, I, These people, these, these people are, you have some sick, sick people in this world. This is, this is, this is utterly, this is utterly disgusting. This is, this is utterly disgusting. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep reading. Last year after police found the infant's body, a search began for Mathis, who was eventually found and shot by a SWAT team operator in Bronson, Florida. He received medical treatment for his wounds and was taken to a hospital for additional treatment. Oaks was also arrested during during that time. Um, Mathis was originally charged with murder before that charge was dismissed in favor of manslaughter charge as well as corpse abuse. I just... 
I don't know. I I I don't have children. I don't have children, and I, I'm I'm not gonna. I don't want to ruin my Labor Day over over this. Um, if you have kids, if you have kids, love them. Tell them you love them. If you can't, ideally, here's what you should do. If you have kids, tell them to their face that you love them and you appreciate them. Give them a giant hug. Give, give them a giant hug. Tell, tell them that you love them. If you can't do that, call them. If you can't do that, text them. This... You need, you need to appreciate your kids. You need to appreciate the blessings that God has given you. Even if you don't believe in God. I'm just, I'm just gonna go object, I'm just gonna be objective here. Say you don't believe in God. Your kids are still amazing. Your kid, your kids are, your kids are a blessing. Here's why. There are many, many, many parents or many, or I should say, many couples who would give anything to have a child of their own. They would, they'd give anything to have their own biological children. Yes, I'm gonna, you know, I'll, I'll go a little bit further here. You know, there are people, there are those who do adopt, and that's, that's, that's cool. But I'm, okay, don't take this the wrong way. But people would prefer to have their own children. People would prefer to have their own biological children. That's true in the rest of the animal kingdom. Um, just, I'm going to take lions for example. You know, there are lions. And when, when the male, when the male, when the lion and the lioness go and mate, they, they take, they exclude themselves and separate themselves from the group for like weeks. I think it's I think it's like two or three weeks where they're just by themselves. Um, and what what that does, it, they do it because the male in his mind he wants to be sure that he just impregnated he just impregnated her, and he wants to make sure that those are his children. I'm not I'm not saying it's wrong to adopt. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying in the animal kingdom, you know, humans are. According to science, technically, animals are part of the animal kingdom. Okay? But we just, we want our own children. We'd prefer, we'd pref- most would prefer their own children over, you know, at the end of the day, uh, a complete and total stranger's children. That's, that's just how it is. But you need to love and appreciate your kids. They are so amazing. And if you, you know, make memories with them, make great memories. Teach them what it means to be a man. Teach them what it means to be a woman. Spend time with them. Ask them, you know, ask them about their life. You know, ask them what they want to do. Get to know your kids. There are parents who don't know their kids. And let me tell you something. Family, fa- you know, families need to, they, they need to know and understand each other. There are there are some parents who may, who they may think they know their children. But they don't. There may there are some kids who think they know their parents. They don't. They don't. Cherish your family. Cherish what you have because one day you're going to die. 
And, you know, one day, you know, they, they just may not be there one day. One, think about this. They may go to bed one night and they may never wake up. They may, they may be in a position where, where, or this would, to me, this would be even worse. You know, you could, you could, you could have a loved one and they're in your life. And then one day they, one day they look at you and they don't know who you are. That's a real thing. You know, it usually happens, you know, to older people with dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff like that. But it's like, can just, just imagine that you, you only have so much time because it's possible that someday, you know, you could just look at them. You, in your mind, it's a completely normal day. And you go and you look at them and you say, you know, oh, you know, hey, mom, or, you know, hey, dad, hey, daughter, hey, son. And they look at you and they say, who are you? They may not know who you are. They may, their mind may be gone. They may have early onset Alzheimer's. You don't know. But what I'm saying is there comes a time where you're going to want to spend happy moments with your children, happy moments with your family. And you won't be able to thank God and be appreciative and and just spend time with your family because you only get so much time in your life. We all have an expiration date and we don't know when that is. Some of us, we some of us think we know some of us, you know, kind of have an idea. But at the end of the day, we don't know. Today could be today could be my last day. It could be your last day. Don't. Just make your kids and kids, your parents should know that you love them and that you appreciate them. You know, I recently, I recently got into it with, with my own, with my own parents. When we had, we had a really big disagreement. And you know, there was, there was some yelling, there was some shouting. It wasn't a person, but it was over the phone. But it was like, okay, you know what? Um, my, our love for each other didn't didn't go anywhere. It was just it was a time of tension, but it wasn't going anywhere. Like we like at the end of the day, I still love my mom, I still love my dad, they still love me. Um they still love each other. And it's like, okay, you know, we we just this this is going to pass. This too shall pass. And you know, you just have you just have to appreciate them and don't let moments of anger turn into years of hatred and resentment and stuff like that it's okay to be mad it's okay to be angry it's okay to be upset but don't let it come between you and don't because i'm telling you you don't know when when that day is going to come where either you die or they die or they don't know who you are or you don't know who they are just be just be just be mindful of that that's all that's really all i'm going to say about this I'm surprised I got through this without crying. Um, but that's probably, that's probably because, um, you know, I, I was able to read this and, and digest it, you know, earlier, read the story and digest it earlier. Um, cause I, I was already pretty familiar with the story before I recorded this. Um, but this, I'm telling you, just, Love, love your family, man. This is, this is, these are, these are disgusting individuals. Carlton James Mathis. And what, what's this ugly woman? 
Amanda Gale Oaks, these two people are disgusting. These two people are actually disgusting. And I have nothing positive to say about them. Um, Carlton died. Um, just, man, this, this just angers me so much. I look forward to the day when I get to hold, you know, my, my child or children in my hands for the very first time. I I can't wait for that day. I think about it so much. You know, me and, you know, and my future, my future wife, and we just, you know, we grow and we, we build a family and we, you know, we grow together and we, we laugh together and we go through hard times together. We go through great times together. I can't, I can't wait. But just, just love and appreciate your kids, man. And kids appreciate your parents and love them. They're not perfect. No one's perfect. But you know what? There are some who don't know who their parents are. And there are some, you know, they don't know who their kids are. And it's, it's just, it's devastating. It's absolutely devastating. Alright. Um, next story. So, the straight pride parade. You know, I gotta be honest. If you told me this, if you had told me there'd be a straight pride parade, if you told me, if you told me this probably two years ago, I would probably would have laughed at you. Um, but this is, this is from BuzzFeed News. And when I, when I tell you I get my news sources from all over the place, I get them from a, from a variety of sources. I don't just go with right wing stuff. In case you didn't know, BuzzFeed is not, they're not right wing. They're left wing. Okay. So I'm just I just I mean this this is really just amazing. This is really just amazing. And I just I don't I don't even know what to say about this man. But I mean because here's my thing. Okay. In terms of the straight pride parade, I think I think it's great. I mean, because here's my thing. I think it's dumb. I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna come out and say it. I think, you know, the LGBTQ, the alphabet community and their pride parade, the, the, the gay pride parade, I think it's a big joke. Okay, and here's why. You know, you know, I will, I will, I will concede this. That community has come, they've come a long way. They've come a long way since, you know, you know, pre-Harvey Milk, Harvey Milk, and then post-Harvey Milk, all that. There have been so many people that, you know, they, they've come they've come a long way. I'm going to say that. But think about this. You're in America. Okay? You're in America. You need to understand relatively how blessed you are to be in America and to live in a time where it's never been easier to come out. It's, 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 never, been, it's never been easier. It's so easy. And it's just like, you know, you're embraced. Now, your family may not like you. That, now that's possible. Um, your friends may not like you. Um, but it's never been easier to come out. And you also have to look at it this way. You live during a time in, in, in a nation where, you know, if you are gay or not, or should I say not heterosexual, there are places in the world, I'm telling you the truth, where even if you are suspected of being anything other than heterosexual, they can take you onto a high building and throw you off to your death. 
I, I just think it's the dumbest thing ever for a gay pride parade. Okay, so the straight pride parade, you know, it's obviously this was this was in response to the gay pride parade because you know they get a you know they get a whole month and just you know they're like they're happy and they're like you know look at us and you know celebrate us look how far we've come and why do you need a parade? And here's my thing. Let's just be real. Okay, you have a parade. And, you know, you're just, here's the thing, you're just, it's so in your face. You know, during, during, um, Gay Pride Month, LGBTQ Pride Month, you look at this stuff and it's like, it's so in your face. You can't do a full 360 circle in public without seeing one rainbow somewhere. You can't see, you, you see one rainbow flag, a shirt, um, you know, it's just, it's just so in your face and you can't escape it. It's like, here's the thing. Most people in their minds are like, okay, you know what? You know, you're not heterosexual. Okay, that's cool. We don't care. But the problem we have is when you're, you are so in our face about it. It's just like, okay, I really don't care. Stop talking about it. Just, you know, just, you know, if you want to be gay, you know, I may, you know, I believe it's immoral, but it's like at the end of the day, I don't care. Do your thing. You want you want to be gay, be gay. You want to be a lesbian, be a lesbian. If you want to be queer, be queer. If you want to be, if you want to do certain things, go ahead. But don't don't throw it in our face. That's the problem that we get. That's the reason this straight pride parade happened, because it's like okay, you want to be in our face about something that most don't care about. Look, okay, let's have let's have a you know let's have a straight pride parade since you want to be in our face about it. It's like it's is that the world you really want to live in? Seriously, because it's because because it's like if there are certain lifestyles where, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're not violent and you're not dangerous, people don't care. Seriously. But when when you have a situation and it's like, okay, you know, you know, celebrate us and look at us and like how amazing we are. And it's just it's just absolutely ridiculous. And and. Um, you know, I pride myself on objectivity. I look at this and it's like, okay, you know what? What you do on one side has to be, you know, do okay, do it on the other. If you want, if you if you think it's cool to have a to have a pride parade, you know, because you're not heterosexual, well, why can't we have it for heterosexuals? And you know, there is the argument where it's like, oh, you know, okay, well, heterosexuals they didn't they didn't face any discrimination and stuff like that. And it's like. Okay, that's perfectly reasonable. It's like, okay, let's let's let let's go with that. Which which is true, you know, heterosexuals, you know, they, it's it's a thing of normalcy and it's like cool. Okay, but don't you know, having being prideful and being being happy and stuff like that just just do your, just do your thing privately. You know you don't just you don't have to be in. That that's the problem that we have when you just when you're in our face about it. If you if you want to if you want to if you want to do certain activities, go right ahead. Go right ahead. The straight pride parade is the newest far right meme, and cities aren't ready for it. This was in Boston, Massachusetts. This city was never going to be ready for the straight pride parade. On Saturday afternoon, 
A collection of self-described free speech advocates brought the own brought the own the limbs internet into the real world, marching through historic Boston purportedly intended historic Boston purportedly intended as a parody of an LGBTQ pride parade. The march featured Pepe the Frog cosplayers, members of the far right street gang called the Proud Boys, um, and alt right troll Milo Yiannopoulos as Grand Marshal riding atop. A Trump 2020 float. This sounds like something out of Wonderland. I gotta be honest. That's 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 pretty funny. By the way, the Proud Boys are not far right. They're not far right. And Milo, in case you didn't know, um, he's gay. So you know that that's what I'm saying. Like this stuff was a joke because it's that I'm just telling you that's the problem that we have. It's just stop being so in 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 your face about you know being gay. I'm telling you, most people, they don't really care. Most people, at the end of the day, they don't really care about how others identify. Most people don't care what your race is. Most people don't care, you know, if you're a guy or a girl. Most don't care. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm telling you. We don't care, but when, when you're just in, when you're just in your face and you demand that we celebrate you the way you want to be celebrated, and it's like, it's like, it's like, it's not just acceptance. It's like, they don't just want acceptance. They want, they want celebration. And here's what, and here's what I'm saying. In terms of acceptance, I accept it as like, okay, you want to do that? Go right ahead. God gave us free will. You want to, you want to live that kind of lifestyle? Go right ahead. But that's not enough for you. It's like, oh, okay, if you don't, if you're not happy for me and you're not celebrating me, then you're, then you're a bigot. And it's like, okay. So that that's when you cause the dissension and you cause the hatred and you cause the the strong disliking. It ended with a confrontation between attendees and counter protesters and law enforcement armed with batons and pepper spray. Orchestrated by a group called Super Happy Fun America. Oh my god. The straight the straight pride parade was touted as a playful exercise in free speech and came with the all trappings. Came with all the trappings. Far right rhetoric blasted from megaphones. White nationalist paraphernalia and signs celebrating Trump's border wall. This wasn't political. This wasn't political potstirring or an orchestrated political confrontation between the left and the right. The group insisted it was just a parade with floats and costumes. It's just making fun of the left and identity politics. One attendee wearing a left shark meme costume said, "No one here is a hater." But looking behind the cheery branding was some troubling context. Progressive public advocacy organization and website Think Progress website Think Progress. Recently uncovered ties between Super Happy Fun America and the violent, try saying that five times fast, and the violent white nationalist group Resist Marxism, uh, SHFA, SH, SHFA, oh my god, I can't talk. Vice President Mark Sahady has been photographed marching with far right group Patriot Prayer. He was also seen alongside members of the Proud Boys at a at rally in Providence, Rhode Island in October 2018. Okay, so let me just say something about public gatherings. You know, there are many people, when it comes to a public gathering, you're going to have many different types of people. Uh, you know, even you know, even with Jesus. You know, when he preached to the multitudes and the and the masses, you know, you had he had the blind, he had the crippled, he had the crazy, he had the possessed, he had the normal people, um you know, they were the crazies, they were the sick, they were the blind. Uh, you have, you, when you, when you're in a big gathering, 
and you just group, take a bunch of people and put them together, you're going to have different types of people. Okay? So, you know, and here's what I'm, I'm not condoning violence. I'm not condoning violence at all. It's, it's not okay. It's not okay. All right? There's no reason to, you know, get mad at people and get, or should I say, get so mad at them and get so upset with them for what they're doing that you just, you beat them and you try to hurt them and you try to, you know, you know, call, inflict pain and terror and stuff like that. It's just, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous and it's absolutely unacceptable from all sides. From all sides. Okay. We heard the outrage online, said Clayton Cresswell. Uh, a grown man who dressed as Pepe the Frog in a clown wig for the event. We thought this was a good time to stick it to the collective, collectivist, idealist, identitarian left. Um, it's, it's just... It's just... It's just... There's a comment on Facebook from my ex-girlfriend saying, Wow, were you just a homophobe the entire time we were dating and you just hit it? You just hit, hit it from it? I think she meant hit it from me. It's hilarious. Hoover said, half my friend group called me a bigot. Cresswell and Hoover were part of a parade crowd of 300 or so that seemed evenly split between pro-Trump baby boomers, some who claimed that they didn't really understand what all the fuss was about, and extremely online millennials excitedly wondering if they'd come across anti-fascists. They did, of course, as the march passed Boston Common, it turned a corner onto a street lined with protesters and masks and face masks and goggles. There were many enough that they immediately drowned out a marcher in Spandex American flag t-shirt, shouting at them through a megaphone. It's just I mean this this stuff is this stuff is hilarious. But anyway, here's what I'm here's what here's what we're saying. Or I should say I don't want to speak for everyone else. But when you're just so in your face, when you're so in your face about something else, and you just put it out there and you get, you get mad when people don't believe and don't accept what, what you are presenting and giving, you know, that, that's when people get upset. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna repeat this for the last time and then I'm gonna go on to the next story. Okay, if you are, if you're gay, if you're gay, okay, I'm going to say it one more time. If you are gay, we don't care. All we want, just if, if just, just don't be so in your face about it. Because let's be real, heterosexuals, we don't say, okay, you know, look at us, we're, we're straight, and you're, we're straight, and you're not. We don't do that. That's not what we do. We just, we go about our lives, and we have heterosexual relations. But if you're gay, or if you're lesbian... Or you know, or whatever, whatever else you are, and, and you want you want to do a certain thing, go right ahead. Just stop, you know. Just stop being so in your face about it. That that's my thing. When people do that, not just not just concerning sexual orientation, but just everything else. You know, even and I'll say this: even as a Christian, I as a Christian, I look at this, and I say, okay, you know. I understand that everyone doesn't believe. Everyone's not going to accept, you know, accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. The Bible says that. Okay, and we, we don't, we, I, 
I personally don't try to force it down people's throats. I let people know that I am a Christian, that I have certain beliefs, that I have certain values. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't expect you to live how I want you, how, you know, I believe, you know, you should live or the way or according to the way the Bible says you should live. At the end of the day, I, we, I don't care. Okay. It's just, you know, you, you know, you have free will. You can do what you want. But just don't be so in your face about it. I think that's wrong for all members of of everyone. You know, it's like, you know I just I just think it's I just think it's so stupid, you know. You know, black pride, white pride, it's just it's just just come on people. It's just it's just so stupid. It's just so stupid. And that that's why this straight pride thing came across. That's that's why they did this whole thing. It just it just it's just ridiculous. All right, so that that's really all I'm saying. That's really all I'm saying. Just stop being stop throwing this stuff in our face. It's not how you make friends. Okay, no one no one likes it, okay? So that that's really all I got to say, you know. If if how how you want to live don't hurt other people. Don't bring other people into danger. Don't kill people. And just, you know, go about your business.